Hey guys, welcome to the Punch Bowl. Uh, it's Friday night, February 16th, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central. I'm your host, William Rapillum. And uh, please, folks, go to republicbroadcasting.org first and donate, because right now uh, uh, the coffers are empty. Um, and again, this isn't for me. This is for the station manager and everybody else at the station helping manage the station okay just to keep the st- to keep it going to keep it going folks uh if you're like you know I'll, there's it's i think we're coming on pretty tough times financially so it's it's gonna be scraping times and whatnot so we're all in the same boat right now um but let's not let rbn go by the wayside um that would be absolutely tragic for those of you listening you love listening you get a lot out of it for me i get a lot out of talking i'm very honored to be on this station to be able to to be here with you guys even just one hour a week and i'm on more than that typically because i do richard has me on and by the way uh, i was on twice with richard this week and i want to thank richard for having me it's very cathartic for me to be able to come out here and tell the truth and uh, talk about a lot of these things and learn a lot from other hosts. We just had a roundtable discussion with Richard Blackbird and Mike Sledge. Uh, I haven't talked to Mike Sledge for like almost a year. So um, that, was, that was, uh, was an interesting discussion. It was good to reconnect. Um, and uh, we got into some pretty interesting stuff. So you know, I think one of the themes of the show was black, being blackpilled, and uh, these guys, you know, Blackbird, Mike Sledge, they've been at it a long, long time, and Mike was a comedian, and he lost everything. Uh, he he wasn't able to be a comedian anymore because of because he was making Jew jokes or something like that, or he was telling the truth about them. Ah. Uh, no, can't do that. You can't can't do that. We're going to get into the propaganda. We're going to get into uh, there's a, a great video by Vince James that he did after the uh, Super Bowl. I want to touch on the Super Bowl. I haven't got a chance to really talk about it yet. We talked about it a little bit on Jeremy's show last night, but um, I want to do a do an overview, play one of these uh, commercials uh, on the Super Bowl. Okay. One of them was stand up to Jewish hate, and let's uh, let's that that's clip Mike. I don't know if you have it queued up yet. 
But um, it's at 850 in there. Sweet. Okay, it's ready. So let's go ahead and play this uh, Stand Up to Jewish Hate, and I'll give my comments. Uh, this organization is called Stand Up to Jewish Hate. We're going to talk about who's behind it here. Take a look at this ad now. Sometimes I imagine what I'd write today for my dear friend Martin. I'd remind people that all hate thrives on one thing. Silence. The people who will change the nation are those who speak out, who refuse to be bystanders, who raise their voices against injustice. When we stand up to silence, we stand up to all hate. Oh, wait, wait, let, me, let me stop it right there real quick. I'm so happy he said that. I agree with him 100%. So I am standing up to Jewish hate. I'm standing up to it. Standing up to it. I reject Jewish hate. I reject the hate that Jews have been perpetrating on, onto the world. I mean, one great example is that while they were pr pr propagandizing this commercial to everybody, they were over in Israel bombing Rafah, which was actually a safe zone they told the Palestinians to go to. And then they bombed, bombed it killing people right so there's over there genociding people telling us to stop the, the the jewish hey stand up to jewish hate i'm so happy that they are telling us what hate to stand up to and i am all for standing up to jewish hate i'm all for standing up to jews and their hate and absolutely not going to be silent and so I'm so happy that they want me to stand up to that and not be silent about it. All forms of hate, right? So um, all forms of hate. So that would also include, uh, you know, the, the hate against uh, white people that Jews are perpetrating, or that the primary perpetrators of it, or they facilitate it, and or they propagandize other races into hating white people. So um, pointing that out in the spirit of this commercial... And I'm so happy to have that opportunity. And and as long as I'm not silenced by the Jews, then I can. I won't be silent. I promise, Jews, per, per, with that commercial right there. I promise I'm going to deliver. Okay, I'm going to deliver on standing up to Jewish hate. Let's go ahead and keep rolling. Here you go. Stand up to all hate. Actually, stand up to Jewish hate. <laughs> stand up to Jewish hate. Dot org. And we're going to start off with this Clarence B. Jones guy, draft speech writer for Martin Luther King Jr. Um, you know, one thing this that this organization will not tell you, which, by the way, uh, paid for by Foundation to Combat Anti-Semitism, Robert Kraft, founder. And we've got the partners, right? This is supposed to be a good friend of Donald Trump, right? Good friend, lifelong Democrat, but good friend of, of, of Donald Trump. And you see the partners, the ADL, the SBLC, you've got the Simon Weisenthal Center, you've got all of these, like, super left-wing, kind of, you know, right-wing right. Jewish groups all, right, all together. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and stop. Okay, so that's Vince James, right? I'm sorry, I, I just wanted to play the commercial. I'm about to go find the commercial unadulterated, right? So Vince James is great. I would actually recommend that you go to uh, Rumble, look up uh, Red Elephants, um... On Rumble, I think that's how you. Actually, I don't think you find it that way. If you look up, uh, it's just it's, uh, it's Daily Veracity. Okay, Daily Veracity is his channel. So, um, Mike, I don't know if we put this. Uh, we can put this video in the newsreel, but I think it's worthy of it because he does touch on lots of really good stuff. 
All right. So before I forget, last night I watched a discussion, actually. So I was very pleasantly pleased at the same time. Uh, you know, it was Dustin Nemos and another guy. I forgot his name. But he brought some good info to the table as well. Um, having a discussion with Mike Adams of Brideon. Now, we've all considered, we all know Mike Adams is kind of shilled for, typically historically shilled for Israel, shilled for the Jews quite a bit. Um, and that's been a big frustration, you know. Or, or, you know, gone on with the Nazi narrative, yada, yada. So he had these guys on, Dustin Nemos, which uh, Dustin Nemos doesn't pull any punches. Um, and he goes deep into studying the religious and the historical religious aspect of it, and he's just gone full-on adopted, you know, all of that, and he comes with a lot of evidence to back up his points, like, um, I've heard him in debates, he's pretty, uh, he's pretty, um, formidable, he's pretty formidable in his debates, and he's very level-headed, doesn't get upset, just continues, he actually did a debate with this tranny on whether God exists or not, so that was, um, it was an interesting debate. Um, it was frustrating in some ways, but <clears throat> but it was it was pretty good. Uh, I would uh, recommend watching it. I don't remember the name, but just look up Dustin Nemos. You'll probably see it. Uh, I forgot the guy's the, the woman or the, <laughs> the tranny's name. Uh, think of it. I'll tell you. But back to this. So we had the Super Bowl was filled with propaganda commercials, as it always is. And um, one of them was stand up to Jewish hate. And I hope everybody will do that because Jewish hatred is um, the most petulant form of hatred on the planet, you know, by the most like satanic evil group of people that exists as a group. Right? It doesn't mean that there aren't individual Jews that are not that way, um, but as a group. As a group, they are toxic to humanity, and they have, they do, you know, they invert the truth and say that we're the, you know, the, the Susan Sontag, right? She's a, says a white race is the cancer of humanity. Well, why do the Jews say that? It's because we stand in the way of them having a new world order and running the world and enslaving everybody. We stand in the way of that because we, we actually. As that's why I'm very proud to be. Um, I, I I got rid of all of my white guilt because I realized that I have nothing to feel guilty about being white. In fact, I have much to be very very proud of, and, and to benefit the rest of humanity. Because the truth is, is that the European races has the world would be lost without the European races. The world would be in a really bad, bad, terrible way. We set the example on how to set up high trust societies. We set the example on how to treat one another. Uh, you know, the, the high trust societies is huge because that has into it built inherently uh, how, you know, to treat one another. You know, being able to feel safe at night when you're walking in the subway. Being able to feel safe at night when you're walking in your neighborhood. The Jews want to bring in uh, people from the third world who don't really have those same values you know, collectively, doesn't mean that there aren't many that, that do, uh, or some that do, but collectively as groups, it's, we have to be honest about what these differences in the races actually are. 
So, um, you know, and but the Jews want to, and so there's another commercial here, right? So the Jews propagandizing us with their commercial uh, of washing the feet. We discussed this on last night, so I won't talk about it too much, but it's very, very disgusting to watch, and I think everybody should be getting really red-pilled with it, okay? It's um, bringing migrants into your neighborhood, and there's all these little AI-generated memes and pictures uh, of white people, mostly. There was one Asian cop washing a black, like, thug, criminal guy uh, his feet. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't say if he was a thug criminal, but he looked like he could have been. He's wearing a tank top. He looked kind of angry. And, the, you know, the setting, right? Washing his feet. You see how we, we, like, just, we naturally were constantly trying to, like, justify our position. Like, oh, no, I'm not racist. I'm not right. I still have it in me. I'm, I'm still trying to get it out of me. I still have it in me, you know? Because we're, you know, often, if you're out there dealing with normies, you... <laughs> You get, you have these, you, you do this, right? And we're just, we're, we're so programmed. We're just so dog whipped, you know? So it's nice to deprogram. And when you do that, you, you get your, you get your manhood back. You get your manhood back. And that is nice. That's really nice. I'll tell you. So, um, and you can't, you can never not have, you never have enough of that. You know, uh, I remember growing up and going to school and, like, being taught, you know, like, trying, they're trying to unteach you, like, the whole, like, male macho thing, right? They're like, oh, no, that's not real man. You know, the real man is the, the soft, sensitive, like, you know, uh, in touch with emotions. And I, I, that's, that's, I got that. I was, like, in the late 80s, you know, early 90s, right? They were putting that, forcing that crap down our throats, right? Thinking this is like, hey, this is the new way to think. You know, this is, I had no idea then that, you know, really that those were Jewish undertones with all of that, trying to soften and weaken the white man and make him uh, hate, you know, masculinity and uh, masculine. And another thing they did in these commercials was uh, comparing. I don't know if you guys saw the Jesus commercial. That one was especially disgusting. Uh, basically, the commercial was, don't notice what Jews are doing to the world because be like Jesus, and Jesus loves his enemies. That's also in this commercial here that was about washing the feet of the migrants. So you see all the propaganda. You see the psychological operations coming through the commercials. Um, so... And I actually did watch the Super Bowl, uh, and uh, I, was, <laughs> I subjected myself to it. Say. So, um, all right, I got a whole lot of other stuff I, I want to get to here. So let me grab my list and uh, open it up here. Um, we've got. Uh, the Biden Alexei uh, Navalny. All right, so Alexei Navalny was a mm, a, a Russian Ukrainian uh, promoter of the global homo. You know, on their side, all of the uh, all of the all of the people that the first thing I the first thing I knew that he was no good because I've heard his name, but I didn't really know who he was. He's dead. He died in, 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 
prison in Russia. And so now the story is that the uh, the the Biden administration is now, and I, everybody else on on in the American global homo establishment is saying, "Oh, Biden murdered him, and he's a Biden's a psychopath." And uh, you know, I came across uh, lots of uh, interesting material in here, like uh, Tom Tillis of uh, Tom Tillis of, uh, of of North Carolina, the uh, senator, right, the Rhino senator of North Carolina, says uh, Putin is a murderous, paranoid dictator. History will not be kind to those in America who make apologies for Putin and praise Russian autocracy. Oh, okay, great. So Republican uh, Republican Senator Tom Tillis from North Carolina has uh, just told me he just threatened threatened me because I because I do research and I just follow the truth, All right? So I don't follow his version of the, the truth, his BS version of it, and so now he's just threatened me. We know where this is going. We know where this is going. We know it's going towards Bolshevism. So you know. Uh, Tom Tillis is a Bolshevik. Tom Tillis is a Bolshevik, and uh, he needs to apologize for his comments because uh, he just threatened half the country. He just threatened the thinking, uh, critical thinking uh, section of the country. All right, the whole ha- half of it. So, um, but they're going to get you. They're going to get you left time because uh, you know he sends out a flyer to you that says. Uh, I'm pro. The, I support the Second Amendment. I don't. I I don't support uh, immigration. Uh, it's like, yeah, you do, because guess what? You just did. You know. Guess what? You just did. Okay. The uh, what was it? The ninety-five billion dollar spending bill that s- s- sends money to Ukraine, Israel, and Ukraine and Israel and Taiwan, but nothing for the border. Well, he voted for it. 22 senators voted for it. 22 Republican senators. So they're just they're just groveling. Uh, you know, I, I usually don't touch on these uh, these 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 things so much because I, I don't. There's no political solution. I know the whole thing. You're not going to vote your way out of this. There, there's no none of these people are going to ever do anything. They're just going along with the plan, going along with the plan, and they're part of a dialectic. So. I don't really like to spend a lot of time on it, but occasionally I come across and I'll touch on some of this stuff. Um, let's let's go to the Biden Alexi Nalvani um, clip, Mike, in clip number one. It's starting at ten seconds. You let me know when you got that ready. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and start that at ten seconds. Say a few things this morning about. Uh Alexei Navalny. You know, like millions of people around the world, I'm literally uh, we're up against the, not surprised. Because the break, we'll be right back. We'll, we'll start this over. I want to go there. I'm going to climb. Now I don't know about no law. I don't see no crime. Ain't no reason. Ain't no rest. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. 
With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Health Simple with Kalwara Shilaji, fact bit number three. Shilaji is the supreme yoga vaha. Within Ayurveda, Shilaji is the singular substance that towers above all other herbs, herbal minerals, and earth-made adaptogens. Yoga vaha refers to substances that have the ability to synergistically make better and carry other substances to its prescribed destination. In the case of Shilaji, most any herb, food, or mineral is amplified with ionic potential, superimposing superior efficacy with increased cellular energy and absorption rates. One of the best applications for Shilaji is to add a drop or two into your favorite herbal tincture and foodstuff. Simply put, Shilaji makes other substances more effective. Look for the Gold Mountain and Medical Symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N.
back. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and start that clip over, Mike, of Biden. Babbling Biden. About Alexei Navalny. You know, like millions of people around the world, I'm literally both not surprised and outraged by the news reported death of Alexei Navalny. He bravely stood up uh, to the corruption, the violence, and the, the, all, the, all the bad things that the Putin government was doing. In response, Putin had him poisoned. He had him arrested. He had him prosecuted for fabricated crimes. He sentenced him to prison. He was held in isolation. Even all that didn't stop him from calling out Putin's lies. Even in prison, he was a powerful voice for the truth, which is kind of amazing when you think about it. And he could have lived safely in exile after the assassination attempt on him in 2020, which nearly killed him, I might add. And, but he, uh, he was traveling outside the country at the time. Instead, he returned to Russia. He returned to Russia, knowing he'd likely be imprisoned or even killed if he continued his work. But he did it anyway. Because he believed so deeply in his country, in Russia. Reports of his death, if they're true, and I have no reason to believe it or not, Russian authorities are going to tell their own story. But make no mistake, make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. What has happened to Navalny is yet more proof of Putin's brutality. No one should be fooled, not in Russia, not at home, not anywhere in the world. Putin does not only target his citizens of other countries, as we've seen in what's going on in Ukraine right now. He also inflicts terrible crimes on his own people. And as people across Russia and around the world are mourning Navalny today because he was so many things that Putin was not. He was brave. He was principled. He was dedicated to building a Russia where the rule of law existed and where it applied to everybody. Right. Navalny believed... All right, good enough. I can't listen to that guy. Uh, actually, I listened to him a lot longer, a lot shorter uh, before uh, because I started to get sick to my stomach. Um, you know, there's just certain people in this world that have the ability to just flat out lie and invert the truth. Um, and I don't even know really much about this Navalny guy, but I know that that's the system that Joe Biden is part of. I know that that's that Joe Biden is one of the scummiest scumbags that's ever uh, been in that office before. At least, at least one one of the, I'm sure that there's been a lot of scumbags in the U.S. presidency, but I think Joe Biden is probably the top scumbag ever to exist there. And he, but he's a product of the the whole infestation of uh, of uh, the Jewish infestation of our government that has occurred, and so it's our duty as uh, as as you know, to God to expose these Jews, to expose these Edomite Jews, you know, and what they're doing. They are the synagogue of Satan, and they invert the truth literally about everything. Um, as we saw, what I explained a little while ago, with the commercials that they propagandize with while they're murdering and bombing people, okay, while they're and getting away with it, they're just genociding people uh, while people are just sitting there watching the stupid bull. That's what's happening. It's kind of like, uh, I mean, it's, think about it. It's like, okay, this is our greatest ally. This is our greatest ally. We're, we're right. They're going in there, bomb, but 
But what's actually happening in the background is they're bombing and killing. Like, you know, this is far worse than, you know, a relationship where you have a cheating wife or a cheating husband. And, uh, you know, they're pissing down your neck and telling you that it's raining and they're your greatest ally. And, oh, I love you, honey. And all that, right? So, uh, but this is far worse than that, obviously. This is uh, on a level that is, this is a form of cheating uh, your so-called friend uh, on a level that is just, uh, it's the greatest, most horrific crime in all of history. It's so great. And, uh, but, but talking about it and exposing it and telling the truth about it, uh, you know, is considered to be this hate. It's hate. Hate facts. Uh, let's move on to the next story. Uh, but first, let me thank Reb in Colorado. Reb, welcome. Yeah, this is U.S. Pentagon First Team Boat Scout. Reb, we're going to get those guineas. I don't know. Can you even ask a question like, why do we want to get rid of the 911 bastards? Could you even ask that question, why why we really want to get rid of them? Because I, I never well, even get asked that. Wow, thanks, thanks, Rep. I'm going to ponder that question after the break. Thanks for the call. All right, we'll be right back, folks. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. February is heart month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Hi. 
Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation, but today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. I'm going to climb Now I don't know about no law I don't see no crime Ain't no reason Ain't no rest I'm going to get down to the wall And get undressed I can stand it I can stand it I can't wait to see them All right, so I just want to quickly uh, touch on. Um, I didn't understand Reb's Reb's question, so we'll probably get him back later at, at the end. Call back uh, about five minutes, ten minutes before the hour, Reb. Back on, get your question. I couldn't really get it, but all right. So um, the uh, Arthur Engeron, who's the judge that uh, there, I saw this picture, right? So. Again, we got regular normie, 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 um, normie stories over here uh, <laughs> about uh, Trump. Trump has to pay three hundred sixty-four million dollars, uh, and so you got this Arthur Angeron. So I looked this guy up here, this judge who is making a smirk as he performs lawfare against Trump, because uh, that's what it is. Yeah, here it is. It's a zero hedge article. Uh, manifest injustice. Judge smirks after finding Trump $364 million for alleged fraud. New York Judge Arthur Angeron has ordered former President Donald Trump to pay $364 million for allegedly defrauding banks in order to acquire loans and other benefits. Defrauding banks. Really, I, I thought the banks were defrauding us. Uh, maybe it's not the banks, it's the Jew in the bank. Um, it's the Federal Reserve. Oh, it's Never, it's not the Jews, of course not. Of course not the Jews. It's it's the it's the it's the it's the Freemasons. Oh, it's China. Oh, it's China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's China. Okay, China's in the banks. Okay, they're the ones. They're the ones that that. Yeah, it's China. China. Yeah. Yeah, they they control all the banks and they control all the media and they control all of academia. So I totally get it. I get why people think it's China. You know? China, 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 China. Yeah. So, there it is. That just makes sense, you know? It's China. (laughs) All right. So, 
Trump is also barred from serving as an officer or director of any New York corporation or any other legal entity in New York. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So this judge, Arthur uh, Engeron, Engeron, interesting name. He's, he's got a smirk on his face looking dead in the camera. It looks like a serial killer. <laughs> I Me, mean, you know, got that look. This, this psychopathy has really pervaded you know, all echelons of power. And, you know, all these people that are put in place to uh, imp- implement lawfare, well, they've got to be evil. Got to be evil. Okay, so let's go read about this guy, Arthur Engerond. Born in 1948, he's an American judge known for presiding over the New York Civil Investigation of the Trump Organization. His political association is the Democrat Party. Okay. Uh, Engerond, well, that's no surprise because we know that, you know, they, they've. They, we know that that will automatically mean they're going to come come after the, anybody like Trump, right? So it's not like when it's a Republican Party where you don't know at what they're going to probably do that too, but they'll maybe they'll do it less or whatever. Angeron was born in Queen City, New York. Oh, okay. See, I, I always look for the Jew. Okay, I always look for the word Jew. So the first thing I do is I do a Control F, and I look for I look for the word Jew. If I don't find it, I keep reading. Because I want to see, I want to find the Shabos Goy, which is not going to be lit. Shabos Goy is not a word in the Wikipedia uh, on the, to describe a person. So you have to uh, you have to surmise that. Okay, so he's born in Queens, New York City. He and his family later moved to East Williston, Nassau County. Engeron wrote for the student newspaper at the Wheatley School. Okay, wrote for the student newspaper. There you go. I mean, you're you're kind of a you're Shabos. You're Shabos Goy. Okay, all right, you're already you're already there. Uh, Angeron received his bachelor's degree from Columbia University. Oh, another one in the, another, another strike for the Shabos Goy. Okay. So it was another one in the Shabos, Shabos, the Shabos, the Shabos Goy, uh, trick or treat bag. During his time there, he drove a taxi, he spent four years as a drummer prior to enrolling into New York, New York University School of Law, New York University School of Law. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, you don't even yeah at this point you got three giant huge candy bars in your trick-or-treat bag and we're not going to be able to get any more of them in there okay and he received his juris doctor i guess that's a high ranking uh, accolade from the new york university school of law can you get any more jewish than that in one court ruling, Ergeron revealed that he'd taken part in the huge, sometimes boisterous Vietnam War protest. And by the way, I just want to circle back to that commercial that said, stand up to Jewish hate. And I'm so happy to be finally to, to really be doing that and, and really thank you, Jews, for invigorating me to stand up to your hate, to the hate that you're perpetrating against everybody here and, 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 and giving me the courage to not be silent and to uh, speak out and, and name the Jews and their role and everything, and have no fear about doing it whatsoever. Okay? Yeah, so I'm so happy I get encouraged by them all the time, especially when I watch their commercials, you know? When I watch their commercials and what's happening there, I just am just, you know, it, it, it just gives me all kinds of fuel and energy, and I really want to thank those Jews for that. Anyway, okay. So, Arthur Ergron, good enough about him. Let's move on to the next thing. Okay. Uh, where's my list? There it is. Okay. Um, let's see what's the next best thing to get to. Here, I got um, Israel now killing women and children in Lebanon. Okay, yeah, so Israel bombed Lebanon. Um, 
Yeah, so that's that's interesting. They showed um, in the Daily Stormer article here. Um, we also got Daily Stormer article: Florida 19-year-old arrested, charged with a felony for defacing uh, the anal intersection. So they got a gay pride, you know, rainbow in the middle of the intersection in someone's town. Here, here the the Jew is forcing the LGBTQ agenda onto onto another community. You know, because every community is going to be this going to be forced on every community, uh, and they're, meanwhile, they're they're manufacturing more and more uh, tran- trannies and gays uh, in their in the schools, um, confusing these children who are sexually ambivalent and trying to figure things out, and convincing that they're gay or they need to cut off their genitals. And so, let's paint a rainbow flag in every single town across America that we possibly can do it at. And then, if you don't like it, well, you're hateful. And if you're a 19 year old kid who has some uh, has who who gets uh, who has something in you that this knows that this is all wrong and you go and you do a burnout in the middle of one of these intersections, oh, you're going to be charged with a felony. A felony. Okay, this is lawfare. This is not, this is just selective lawfare. Okay, oh, let's charge him. He's white. Okay, he did a burnout in an LGBTQ protected community thing. Uh, Throw the book at him, especially because he's white. And uh, there you go. So, we had, you know, one of the common things that I ask is the other races is that I, I really want to see the other races start coming in defense of the white people. And I want you to, if you haven't done that, I think you should apologize for not having done that uh, in the past because it really is, it really is terrible. Because uh, I believe that once white people wake up and realize what's going on, like we did when we were in Europe, that we actually will be uh, the people that will set the example about how to live and how to be and you should realize that because of like I explained earlier so how we how we how we create high trust societies that's why the Jews trying to destroy them all because he doesn't want all that because the, the Jew the synagogue of Satan you know the evil subverter of all nature everything natural everything good uh, cannot have something good in its way that's going to stand up for truth justice uh, honor. Uh, what's right, what's true, you know, fairness, actual fairness, treating people fairly, like that's what white people inherently do. They treat every other race like, like really well. I don't think there's any other race in the world that treats people better than white people do. And yet somehow the Jew has gotten on our back and cl- accused us of their crimes like slavery. Guys, uh, call in 512 Okay, we got 18 minutes left in the show. I think we might skip the last break. Call in and tell me uh, what other things that the Jews blamed us for uh, besides, you know, their slavery. Um, I'm a little confused about, like, what happened to the American Indians. Um, You know, I've talked to Mike King about this because I have a hard time believing that, you know, it was just white people that wiped out the Indians, you know, but I don't have as much goods on that as I do with the slave trade. If you read... uh, if you read the book, if you just read one book, it would be it would be uh, uh, Louis Farrakhan's book. So you heard from a black man himself, who is kind of anti-white himself, but he wrote a great book. So don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. The book's called The Jewish Role in the Slave Trade, or The Jew, uh, the Secret Relationship Between Blacks and Jews. And I get, first came across this book when I was listening to um, Tony Martin on... Uh, uh, Institute for Historical Review. 
I listened to his pod. Tony Martin passed away, but he used to be a professor at Wellesley College in Massachusetts, and he was teaching in his his classes. He was teaching about the secret relationship between blacks and Jews. Oh, but the Jews showed up. Hillel, which is the student version of the ADL, showed up in his classrooms and would just sit in his classrooms. And then they would, you know, then the faculty started coming down on him. Oh, you shouldn't be teaching this. You know, this is this is hate. You know, anything that. So, so why do Jews behave this way? And why shouldn't I say Jew, 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 constantly all the time? Because they do behave this way. They they go and say censor the truth. They don't face up to the truth and say you're right. We did these horrible things. We need to pay reparations. The Jews owe us massive amounts of reparations. You want to talk about somebody who owes reparations? Start with black people and all the slaves that they brought over here. And look at all of the wealth that they're amassing right now. And, and they're telling everybody else that white people need to pay reparations and that it never stops. They never stop taxing. And by the way, uh, more money for Ukraine. More money for Ukraine. And they're using this Navalny thing. I'm inclined to think they killed Navalny themselves. I really am, because it just it just works out too perfectly. His wife just happened to also be at the conference. Uh, well, let me go find this real quick. Uh, what did, uh, it was in one of these articles here. I don't know. She was at the Munich Security Conference. Okay. So what did his wife say? She just happened to be at the Munich Security I'm not saying she had something to do with his death. You know, that's, that's a lot. I have no... I just find it to be kind of, but somebody else might have. So they may be using this because they need to reinvigorate this war in Ukraine. I thought this thing was over. I thought, nope, nope, nope. They want to uh, allocate more billions, more billions to this war in Ukraine. They're not going to give up. They're going to keep trying to go after uh, the at least the anti-globo homo part of the uh, New World Order. I, I do believe Putin is definitely against the globo homo, even though he's on, seems to be, you know, they, they got the central bank digital currency and they got, you know, vaccines and all that. And, and they do censor some speech. I don't know the nature of the speech they censor there. Is it kind of like when Hitler burned the, you know, the, the disgusting degenerate, like child porn books and, and they, and everybody, 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 you know, the whole world kvetches about Hitler's book burning. It was like they were burning porn and just stuff that was degenerating their country. Nobody knows that though. And they like to use, you know, just throw under the Hitler under the bus. I look forward to a day when people actually research and find out Hitler wasn't what they said he was and he didn't kill six million Jews, by the way. So I just committed all kinds of thought crimes, I guess, you know. They would get me uh, you know, get me thrown in prison or whatever, thrown in the gulag. So, uh, but <laughs> that won't be the first time. But what do you guys think about that, huh? You tell the truth and you get thrown in jail by the Jews. That's what it is. Anyway, this is what she says. That's what Navalny's wife, Yulia, says. If it's true, I want Putin, his entourage, Putin's friends, and his government to know they will be held responsible for what they have done to our country, my family, and my husband. And that day will come very soon. Oh, okay. Ah, more, more war, more money for... All right, cool. So I got, oh, I got three callers. Okay, so let me, let me jump on. Let me take, I got, I got Chance, and I got Reb, and I got Mike in Kentucky. So uh, let me see, guys, real quick, just want to... 
Let's mention these head headings real quick. Uh, yeah, the $95 billion package with Ukraine aid, no border funding as America sleeps. Here are the 22 Republicans who voted put America last. And by the way, Tom Tillis from North Carolina was one of them. So was Chuck Grassley of Iowa. Uh, and then the last one I'm mentioning here is New York judge. Yeah, okay, so I already talked about that. Okay. Okay, and then I got Jeff in Oregon. So I got four people lining up here. Chance, welcome. Yeah, William, can you hear me? Yes, sir. You know, boy, it's it's totally embarrassing to listen to that dingleberry dickwad Biden every time he opens this trap, man. And I think that uh, Tranny's name that you can't recall, I think her name was uh, Petunia Poopshoot. The reason I called you is, uh, you know, it appears we better stock up on marshmallows and weenies for the big campfire coming. I just heard on Hal Turner about an hour ago that Netanyahu plans to light up the Muslims during their Ramadan, during their Ramadan holiday. And that starts March 11th and lasts a month. Have you heard anything about that? I've heard about Ramadan, but I wasn't thinking about this one coming, no. Yeah, well, get ready for Netanyahu's light show, because uh, if this is true, it might be starting soon. It might be starting soon. Yeah, these, these Jews, they hate everybody. I got their hate hanging right here. I mean... Why even talk about them? You know what their game. You know what their agenda is. I mean, and then when he made this comment, now that I heard on Hal Turner, uh, I think people better give this uh, some thought, man. Like I said, Ramadan starts on March 11th and lasts for a month. So get ready for this psycho to start dropping bombs again or nukes or God knows what. All right, thank you. Now, thanks, Chance. All right, next we got Reb. Reb. Make it quick, okay? I got two more callers. We Go got ahead. the heads eight ways to Sunday. That's where we're getting rid of the guineas. I was wondering why you didn't ask. But the real way to get them, do this. Get yourself that kosher salami. It's good. Put it on thin sliced white bread. And then eat it in front of them. And it's really dry. They'll never forget it. And then get white milk. With Hostess Twinkies, the good one, not the ones you're trying to cope with, with chocolate. It drives them nuts, and they'll never get over it. They just don't get over it. The white race rules, get yourself an axe handle, a white one with the, a white ash axe handle, the tool of the white race. That's, like, that's what we're all about. We get rid of the ball race guinea, and the kids are going to go tumble into hell with them. Nobody gets it. That's why we got to the top of government. But that's how you get the yids. Get to yourself that kosher salami. Put it on white bread. I'm serious. A thin sliced one. And then Twinkies. Twinkies. Hey, they almost ruined Twinkies. And they were going to put chocolate coating on it. What the hell? You should do a whole show on what that symbolizes. Uh, coating it with chocolate. Are you getting the picture? Yeah. I mean, that's... No, just, I get your point, Reb. Let me, let me comment. So, uh, thank you for the call, Reb. Um... So I think what Reb's actually wanting to get at here is that the Jew knows that uh, we have uh, that, that, that the crime, the level of crimes that they've committed. OK. All right. So I'm not here to say do this or do that to anybody. I'm just simply pointing out what they've done. And that is the work of God to do that, to point out what they've done. So 
again, thank you for the call, Reb. Um, and so the Jew realizes what uh, the level of criminality they are, and so that is why they're panicking because um, they don't know anything about taking responsibility. They don't know anything about. They're a narcissistic, psychopathic um, uh, uh, a group. And that's what they've proven to do. And that is not a racist statement. That is just the true facts. I don't really get into uh, talking about other people's races. And I've all my life was, you know, very accepting of other races. You know, I grew up in very liberal, liberal around much, very much a liberal area, very liberal, a lot of liberalism. And, uh, you know, so the learning, learning this stuff is uh, is just a matter of because as a race, as a race and a religion, we see that they're a genocidal group, and that they are out to enslave the entire planet as a group called the Jews. So you know, just the sooner people come to terms with that and stop, you know, going, well, it's not all Jews; it's just the Zionists. Well, you know what? The people that uh, did uh, uh, the Bolshevik Revolution. They killed, did the Red Terror and, and, and fa- invaded Russia, took over Russia, and funneled all kinds of Wall Street banker money in there for Tr- Lenin and Trotsky, and then Stalin, you know, taking over. Uh, th- th- those weren't Zionist folks; those were Bolsheviks. Those were Jews. Okay, so there's two prongs: that Bolshevism and Zionism. And so, you know, that's what happened in the discussion yesterday with Mike Adams. Although I do give Mike Adams the credit. He's finally pushed. He's finally talking about it, but he kind of also kind of has to. So you know, it's kind of like we had to deal with the sore of him being, you know, back in previous years when he should have already been on board with it. But nobody can, you know, that's the that's the silver lining. Nobody can do that anymore when they got him genociding uh, Gaza. It's just completely obvious out in the open now at this point. So the Leviathan is just smashing into buildings. People are noticing, and uh, I really hope that they don't get their end game, which I hope Putin isn't on the side of that, but it looked like he is uh, because this is the dialectic, right? Throw out the most horrifically uh, disgusting kind of things and give somebody to throw throw darts at that, right? Throw paint at the wall. They want us to throw paint at the wall. The paint at the wall is the LGBTQ thing, you know, mass immigration, all these other things, but while we're not paying attention to the other side, the other part of the uh, New World Order, which is a central bank digital currency and implementation of this forced vaccines, all this stuff. Now, we're paying attention to that stuff, but, you know, I, I think we got to be real careful that we, uh, you know, who we, uh, who we, who we not worship, but, and again, there we go, back to Jesus Christ, right? We got away from God, and that's why we're in the mess we're in right now. So let me stop, get off my soapbox and take uh, Mike in Kentucky, and then I'm going to take Jeff in Oregon. Mike. Yeah, you mentioned the, uh, you know, Native American tribes, and I have to say I don't I don't feel a bit guilty for that. Anything and everything that was done to some of my ancestors, which I'm supposed to be part Shawnee or Cherokee, nobody knows for sure, but the French and the uh, even the Spanish and the Catholics uh, all help to keep things uh, churned up. I, we have a, in Kentucky a system called Kentucky Educational Television, and they like to go back and air these old programs that go back from, the, I don't know, the 70s and the 80s. And I saw this guy taking a trip down the Ohio River on a boat, and uh, they got into some of the history of the Native Americans uh, blowing stuff up and who was giving them all the gunpowder and stuff to keep that going, just like 
today, both sides of the war gets funded by people that are making money on both sides of the war. So, you know, the French and Indian Wars, and then the, <clears throat> once they got uh, once they got a hold of that kind of stuff, I don't think the Native Americans knew how to make gunpowder. So, you know, there was there was all kinds of kidnappings and all kinds of history that you don't hear about Native American Mike. crimes on Americans. Yeah, Mike, let's do a whole show on this. I'm going to have you on maybe next week or the week after. What do you think? Uh, just, yeah, let me know a day or two ahead of time, and we can All get right. into it some. Let me, let me let you go. Yeah, All let right. me let you Bye-bye. go, because i got one minute to take my next call. So thanks a lot, Mike. Mike. Jeff in Oregon. Yeah, you, you, meant, you, you mentioned uh, slavery and the Jews. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I live in the area of Oregon that's the, called the state of Jefferson on the border with California. Ah, yeah, yeah. And part of it's California. And, uh, yeah, like, um... You forgot the name of the county, but go ahead. Del Norton. Yeah, Del Norton. Uh, Sorry, yeah. Uh, I, I thought that's not very imaginative. Uh, I looked into the founding fathers, like with Benjamin Franklin that signed the Constitution, and then there was Roger Sherman that was anti-slavery. So they should have, they should call this area State of Jefferson, if anything, you know, if and I'm not against creating new states like Michigan uh, wanted this, you know, up there in Michigan Peninsula. And we, we don't need to stick to 50 states, you know, in other words. But uh, this James Kelso accused me of being communist be on the previous show. And I'd just like to say to him and you that I'm more of a Henry Georgist, you know. That the land, the single tax, the land tax, because I feel like Trump and them, they, they're 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 making too much money off of land holdings and big building. Yeah. So I just like all right. To well, clarify that. Jeff, I'm sorry, to cut, but sorry, we're at the end of the show. Um, call back next time. We'll talk more. Hey guys, thanks a lot for joining me. Have a great weekend, and we will talk to you later. Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood, which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop, and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. 
That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. 